You're listening to The Real Short Box, a comic book podcast made for geeks by geeks. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and listening to The Real Short Box. My name is Donald, and I am here with the the amazingly talented, the effortlessly famous uh, Pedro Mendoza, actor, director, producer, star of, of many uh, feature links and shorts as well. Uh, Pedro, thank you for joining, sir. Thank you for having me, Don. Of course, of course. Always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure when we get a chance to talk. For those that don't know, uh, Pete and I go way back, uh, like 05, so about 18 years now uh, we've mm-hmm. known each other. It's a pretty long time, and we've been... Uh, for most of that time, we were Comic-Con buddies. We would go to Comic-Con every single year. Um, we would scrimp and save. Uh, we would do whatever we had to um, in order to, I mean, we didn't murder anybody. I mean, why would no. we? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, we, we couldn't do that, right? I mean, Never no, convicted. Right? Never convicted. Right. Exactly. So um, we, we did all that. And, uh, and then uh, he uh, went to Texas to spread his wings and flourish there. And uh, I stayed in sunny L.A. And uh, I am currently back in Ohio for a brief stint and thought, why not get uh, a bunch of uh, people together that I can chat with, you know, to kind of uh, to keep uh, my finger on the pulse, so to speak, of of the industry and to uh, check in with people, see how they're doing, uh, see what they're up to and also discuss comic books and pop culture. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. Uh, Pete, we are going to be talking about uh, basically uh, DC Comics over the summer put out a a two month stint of of work called Night Terrors, uh, and what that basically was was it, it was kind of interesting. It was a uh, a character um, that was attacked uh, by um, a entity, so to speak. So Doctor Destiny, he was attacked by. Uh, in his dream by a mysterious being. Um, the mysterious being calls himself insomnia. And he summons nightmare constructs to invade the world. And proceeds to cause the entire world to fall under his slumber. Including heroes like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Joker, Nightwing. All that kind of stuff, right? Oh, and wow. he did it pretty effortlessly, yeah. Uh, so it was interesting. Dead Man was one of the few that could see it. Obviously because he's dead. And oh. he walks between both worlds. So... He went to warn the Justice League, hey, this guy's coming for you guys. But it was a little too little too late in a lot of instances. And uh, I won't spoil it for you. But, uh, Pete, I know that you're just recently finding out about this series. What, when I mentioned it to you, what did you think about it? Did it sound like something that would be appealing to you? or, or what? Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like another What If uh, series uh, from Marvel. And now, mm-hmm. like the, these night terrors, is kind of just like their their own kind of um, version of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, kind of like that, or or basically DC's uh, another one of their long Elseworlds series. Because uh, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, DC would do an Elseworld one shot, and sometimes they would do like a four part uh, story with four prestige format books, and that's how they made their money. I mean, they put mm-hmm. those out, and they would charge four ninety five to, to six ninety five a piece for him and people gobbled oh. them up. Yeah. So uh that was very lucrative for them for a while, of course, until it wasn't. And then they discontinued the Elseworlds 
series and kind of folded a lot of that into Vertigo, which then closed down. And then they created DC Black Label, which mm-hmm. I always thought was dumb. Uh, unfortunately, I think Vertigo is the uh, the standard. You know, you're setting the bar when you put something out via Vertigo. And yeah. I always felt that way. So I, I kind of miss it uh, since it's been gone yeah. now for years. Um, but so one of these instances, let's talk about this really quickly. I just want to give you guys an example of of the characters and what they had to go to or go through. Uh, one of these characters was the Joker, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> so the in this story, the Joker's confronting Batman when Batman slips and falls on his face, knocks himself unconscious, and falls over a building and kills himself. Uh, Joker's like, oh my god, you know, my arch nemesis is dead. So he grows bored uh, with villainy, with crime, believe it or not. Uh, gets a job. He gets a job that's like at a, at a telemarketing type place or something. It's like at a business firm. And uh, he actually does pretty well. Nobody even comments on the fact that he kills people or did used to be a killer. Whispers uh, that Batman's still around. And he's like, uh, no, because his corpse is in my closet. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> um, that's an interesting one. Mr. Freeze and Scarecrow want to apply to the company that Joker works at. Um, but uh, he doesn't want them to because Mr. Freeze says that Batman's still alive. It turns out that uh, the Joker had been sleepwalking and dressing up as Batman to fight crime, oh. uh, which I thought was an amazing twist. So um, if you get a chance to read the Night Terrors, at least read the Joker one. I, I think that one's uh, kind of sets the gold standard for the stories, uh, the um, the spinoffs, so to speak, or what you would call the, uh, what would they call those, the tie-ins that uh, mm-hmm. took place during this, I think it was a four-issue episodic run um, of of this character insomnia and him trying to take over uh, the DC universe or basically the world. Hmm. So we were talking about this and I posed a question to you and I was like, if now, now there is a character named nightmare in the Marvel universe and he has created nightmares for Marvel characters, but I thought let's have a little fun. Let's say that this insomnia dude teams up with nightmare in the marvel universe and he's like hey let's really wreak havoc over here i didn't do so well in dc so let's try some of these other hoople heads and see if we can uh you know take care of business nightmare graciously accepts the two of them team up and they start wreaking havoc on the marvel universe in this instance what would you do like what would your nightmare scenarios be for some of these characters do you have any off the top of your head uh like for the marvel universe uh i mm-hmm. would probably say maybe punisher just uh doesn't have good aim and he just like <laughs> he keeps missing like uh even his <laughs> shots like uh, like he he can't defend himself like he just completely <laughs> lost the ability on how to fight yeah sounds amazing wow that's a really good one like i love that he can't aim. He's like a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> that would be actually that would be amazing to see him as a stormtrooper in in uh, Star Wars. I'd love to see a crossover. The Punisher uh, joins the Rebel Alliance or some shit. You know, <laughs> the em- the Empire. Yeah. What if the Punisher joined the Empire and he would be like, son of a bitch, I can't aim all of a sudden. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would love to see that, and they could do that too. Now that Disney. Uh, owns uh, Lucasfilms. They own the rights to Star Wars and they own the rights to Marvel. They oh. can put that together. They could do that. Oh. Disney, if you're listening right now, 
Pete just came up with a hell of an idea and you guys need to follow through on it. That's what or, I get away. Or just like Punisher living in a, a, a constant disappointment uh, from uh, Captain America, the one who he idolizes the most. Captain America just completely just like just talks down to him like as a as a soldier. Oh, that would suck. Poor, poor Frank Castle. Can't take the heat. Got to get out of the kitchen. <laughs> that sounds like something that Cap would not say. But in this type of nightmare scenario, Cap can be a total asshole and say whatever he wants. <laughs> oh, little Frank can't do this job. Little, little Frank can't aim. Yeah, that would be terrible. Um, I one time I did customer service and I had a, I had a, a customer um, baby talk to me uh, what? at one point. Yeah, yeah. I was like, because uh, they they kept yelling at me over the phone and cursing and stuff. And I was like, ma'am. And it was a lady or, uh, you know, sort of. And I was like, ma'am, you can't talk to me like that. I said, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to terminate this call. I said, this is not something. This is abuse. This is not something I put up with. And she was like, oh, would a man get his feelings? And I just went, click. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. We don't do that here. So I think. That she might have been related to Steve Rogers in another in another time. Oh, geez. <laughs> she was just talking shit. <laughs> and I was like, man, just because you 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 don't you have autonomy, you know, and people don't know who you are, doesn't mean that you get to do that. So let that be a lesson to everybody, by the way, is that don't talk shit to representatives when you call up. You can be angry, but you need to let them know that you don't think it's their fault. You're not blaming them. You're not upset with them. You know, anything like that. You just need to make that known to them. I think that's the important part. But yeah. here's one that I have in the back of my head. And I mentioned it to you earlier, and I think it bears uh, being mentioned. And that would be the Hulk. Um, his fists, uh, when he gets angry, they turn into a soft cotton. And he is unable to wreak any havoc and do any damage. He's just like really fluffy. And uh, it's just like getting slapped with cotton candy. Can you imagine how enraged he would be because he can't inflict any damage? Like, what would you do? Like, if, if you were just angry all the time and you were the weakest person in the world. You know, like you're like you're giving this punch like you're all, but it's just landing like uh, like a feather soft pillow. Like like Bruce Banner's in line at Starbucks. Right. And somebody cuts in line in front of him and he talks out and then, you know, taps the guy on the shoulder. The guy turns around and he gets hit with a, a fluffy, fluffy fist of fury. And <laughs> he's just like, what the hell was that? And the Hulk's just screaming and yelling at him. <laughs> it's like, get out of here, you freaking weirdo. That's me. If the same thing happened to the abomination, it'd just be like a huge pillow fight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's made out of like feathers and shit. And it's just like you have cotton stuffing everywhere and feathers all over the place every time they fight. <laughs> that, that sounds like that could be a good time just to watch, I think, you know? Like the Hulk mm. and the Abomination are at it again. Uh cotton all over and uh feathers everywhere. Uh, cleanup crews will be working till midnight tonight. Maybe they just like continuously grow it, like they keep growing out cotton or keep growing out <laughs> feathers or something. I don't know, something silly. Yeah. Uh, do you have another one? Is something else that you could think of, like that they would mess with, uh, really mess with, uh, like uh, you know the the guys within the Marvel universe? Uh, I don't know. Like all of a sudden, everybody in New York has massive uh, arachnophobia, and they can't even stand Peter Parker's Spider Man. Oh, damn! Yeah. 
That's a good one. Yeah, they all hate Spider-Man because they're all scared to death of him. Everybody or, has their, uh, what do they call it, a chonkla? Yeah. In their hand. Everybody has their flip-flop or sandal in their hand ready to slap him bap, 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 every time he comes by. Every time he's flying past, they're jumping up in the air trying to smack him. That would kind of be amazing. Or he actually uh, spurts out uh, webbing from his butt now. <laughs> yeah, that would be awkward as hell, but also <laughs> really super funny. Like, how would you fight crime? He would. Okay, so he- here's my thought on this. He wouldn't always want to just pull down his pants. So <laughs> he would have to have some type of a thing where he can pull apart um, his his area around there where. um it would, uh, like, I don't know, like uh, Velcro, maybe? I don't know. Like, or, or maybe he just has a hole cut out and he just <laughs> walks around with his asshole exposed. <laughs> and, and he does, like, uh, he shoots it like he does, like, a kegel exercise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, he has to go to the gym to work out his buns, like, to, yeah. to make sure that he can shoot far. Oh, God. And then he's got Why? a. He's got a He's got to constantly fight crime or else like it builds up and ends up getting like a arachnid butt. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and his butt would be so sticky too. Think about that. <laughs> Shoot that webbing out. Like what if he accidentally gets some on his crack and it gets stuck and then his butt cheeks oh. are stuck together. Oh no. And then he had to be like, hang on, I gotta I gotta dissolve this real quick. And he uses this liquid that he pours down his crack. Oh no. Jesus. This is awful and, and amazing all at the same time. <laughs> oh, I, I, I kind of really like this one yeah, yeah. Well, like John, johnny storm actually feels like the flames as he like flames on <laughs> yeah oh god oh that's tragic <laughs> that would be pain he just screams the whole time <laughs> well he can still fly but he's just like screaming and right <laughs> they could hear him coming there's no sneak attack there <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, here, here comes Johnny uh, any second now. Ah, you know, and then he lands. And then he's still screaming. <laughs> and then he just has to, oh, God, that poor man. Yeah, that would be terrible. Same thing with Iceman, though. Like, he could feel it. So he's, like, just frozen, you know, and he's just cold all the time. That would be, that wouldn't be, I don't think that would be as bad. But I don't know. I, I guess after a certain point, you couldn't feel anything. So maybe he would just fall over because he couldn't feel his legs. Oh, then he breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when I was a kid, I always thought about like, uh, you know, because kids are perverts. I always thought, what if like Galactus just had a constant erection? Oh, no. Well, because think about it on the on the comic. It was like the coming of Galactus. Right. And I was like, well, it's just like his nut from like the other side of the universe coming to encapsulate Earth. Oh, God. He's just shooting it from a distance or like he's just embarrassed all the time. Like he shows up to battle the Fantastic Four and they're like, oh, my God, he's got a boner. And they're pointing at him. And he has he he grabs the moon and puts it in, in front of his crotch to hide it. No, I don't. <laughs> like whenever you have to go up to the chalkboard in front of the class and you just have an erection out of nowhere like that. That's uh, Galactus every time he goes to, to fight. Like he just that's gets an erection. That's a pretty big nightmare scenario that <laughs> I, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening right now has had in school. That you would have like your textbook 
or you would just start thinking of terrible things like uh you know mine was like b arthur i think it was from the golden girls i'd be like oh her naked and then i'd be like okay i think i got this you know just i'd take about a minute and then uh then that would be all you know or you'd have to yeah it's pretty terrible b arthur naked i mean (laughs) because i don't ever remember her young so like for me it was like nah she's as old as hell and uh you know she would be a total dominatrix because she was a marine in real life yeah, she was a Marine. I did not know that. Yeah. Shit. You're probably right. She would be the one to take charge for sure. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, good thing I didn't know that back then. <laughs> 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 Why is it going the exact opposite way? What is happening? Why am I attracted to nursing homes? <laughs> God. Oh, we're terrible. We're terrible. <laughs> Okay, okay, one more. Do you have one more? Uh, I guess uh, maybe uh, Professor Xavier always having, like, really bad intrusive thoughts. Oh, yeah. Yeah? So when, like, like he can always hear, like, naughty things from other people, that kind of shit. Like, he can never hear the good shit when he's reading people's minds, and he can't stop reading their minds. So he can never shut it down. And it's just always, you know how guys think about they said, like, sex every three or six seconds or something like that? Uh-huh. So he can like never be around dudes like ever because he's like, You guys are just fucking perverts and I can't talk to you and I can't I can't concentrate when all you're thinking about is humping that tree over there and blah blah blah, you know. That and, makes sense. Like, and that's all Gene Gray can hear is is the professor's thoughts. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. Like if he can't <laughs> stop having them and she has to listen to it. Oh, that's so <laughs> awkward. Poor Jean, man. No wonder she went crazy. <laughs> she she went dark. She went for the phoenix, you know? She was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, this earth deserves to burn because Xavier's a pervert. That would probably and, be, like, also her, like, uh, anybody within a five-foot radius, she can instantly hear what they're thinking. Like, she can't block them out. That's true. That's a good one, too. I always like the idea, and I mentioned this one earlier, was Tony Stark couldn't, uh, he couldn't taste, like, couldn't get the effects of alcohol. So no matter what he drank or how much he drank, that would be like, I think that would just be his own personal hell. Um, it'd be pretty terrible for him back then, back in the eighties, you know, when he was drinking up a storm. Um, that, that reminds me of, uh, Constantine, uh, the film where uh-huh. the, the priest breaks into the, the convenience store and he's trying to drink all this alcohol, but he, he can't like, there's nothing coming out, but in reality, he is just like poisoning himself with alcohol. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I completely forgot about that part. Yeah. And we might get Keanu as Constantine again, so that'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for a lot of things. I was excited for Blue Beetle. Unfortunately, uh, it took kind of a shit in the box office. Um, mm. You know, I here's the thing. They were like, oh, it's a disappointment. It wasn't supposed to be released in theaters. It was only supposed to go to HBO Max, right? Or just mm-hmm. Max at the time. So there would have been no recouping, technically. It would have just been people purchasing subscriptions to watch it. So I think they, they made a smart move because if it ultimately makes money, or, or you know, even if it's $5 million or something in profit, that's still better than just releasing it on Max, I think, in my mm-hmm. eyes anyway. So I, I think it was a smart move. And I'm still crossing my fingers for a few things to happen within that universe for sure. Uh, but yeah. Just to, since we've been talking about nightmares and horrific things for these characters and stuff, 
Um, you actually um, gave a few people some nightmares, I'm sure. Um, you were in <laughs> a couple uh, short films uh, to start it out. The first one was The Terror on Halloween Night. And mm -hmm. you played a character that doesn't have a name. They would call him, reference him like the clown. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it, when it's credited in, in, the, in the film, it's, it's Jack slash Ripper, yeah. um, which I thought was interesting. And the second film was uh, The Massacre on Halloween Night. And that came out, what, last year or the year before, something like that? Yeah, last year. Okay, right. And then, so this year, you have a full-blown, full-length film just called Halloween Night. Is that correct? That's correct. Hey, there we go. I got a hell of a memory. Look at me. So Halloween <laughs> Night, you play the same character. You play this Jack slash Ripper. And it's truly frightening, uh, the, the costume, the outfit. It's kind of like the top half of a clown mask and then the bottom half is gone it's like tore off or cut off and the bottom half is just you kind of soaked in blood is what it looks like to me yeah like that's uh, yeah it's just uh the white uh, clown makeup over like my facial hair with uh the the red uh lipstick makeup nice kind of just it exaggerated looks, corners it looks great it looks really good it looks completely frightening and horrific and anybody that's scared of clowns will never want to come near you ever again so congratulations on that. Um, so the basic premise, if you want to tell uh, the audience that's listening, the basic premise of Halloween Nights, so they can kind of get a taste um, and then let them know when this is going to be available and where, if you would, please. Uh, so uh, all three, uh, both the first uh, two films are available on YouTube. You can catch them uh, on there right now at the Valley Entertainment YouTube channel. This uh, new film is going to be coming out on Amazon and Tubi. They're going to try and get it on, on those networks. Uh, so basically, it's about an escaped uh, mental patient who has uh, a dual personality uh, that's, uh, that's a clown that, that kills uh, children, mostly. Because uh, Jack uh, doesn't want to kill kids. Like He doesn't mind killing people in general. But like, th there's this urge to kill children, but he can't do it himself. So he brings out this other character, uh, Ripper, who's like a clown who tries to be funny to like get kids close to him, kind of like how how Pennywise like lures kids, but mm -hmm. he's just like vicious and, and cruel. Okay, and, so and, he created a kind of a split personality, uh, a dissociative identity disorder, so to speak, um, yeah. or or for those that don't know, multiple personality disorders, what they would or used to call it, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he couldn't hurt these children, so he would create a ripper who would then uh, dress up as the clown and go out and, and and hunt kids and children, teenagers too, I think, if I recall. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a. He, it seemed like he had a hell of a time. Um, so <laughs> yeah. this this full length one, situation um, of the story, uh, if I if I'm correct here, but um, it's a continuation of the story. And does this tie it up so to speak is this kind of the the trilogy that we're looking at is it wrapping up the storyline or is it uh maybe gonna go a little bit further yeah this should be wrapping up uh, the entire storyline uh right now they're still uh, editing uh, the whole film i know enough in about a week or two i'm gonna be doing some reshoots and they're gonna try and get it out by halloween okay that would be amazing um, definitely let me and, and let your fans know, uh, when this comes out, uh, and if you send me the link, I'll put it up. Uh, anybody that knows, uh, us here, we do have 
the real short box, we have uh, a page on um, Facebook. Uh, we also have an Instagram and a Twitter. Um, we're more active, I would say, probably on Facebook. Um, we do have an exclusive club on there, Friends of the Real Short Box. If you do want to be a part of that, please feel free to get on Facebook, look that up, and just uh, ask to be brought into the group. Uh, we'll bring you right on into the group. And then uh, when Pete is uh, ready to give us that link, uh, I'll post it up on there. And that way you guys uh, can be, uh, you know, some of the early viewers, so to speak, uh, to see it, uh, because otherwise you'll just have to keep checking uh, the YouTube channel. Now, what was that YouTube channel one more time? The Valley Entertainment. Okay, excellent, excellent. Well, that sounds great, Pete. I'm, I'm super stoked for it. Uh, I've seen the first two. Uh, I thought they were super fun uh, and creepy and bloody, gory. Uh, just <laughs> I had a I had a really good time with them. So uh, I appreciate you guys putting them out and doing that. And I am definitely looking forward to this new one. Um, I think it's going to be a hoot, um, so to speak, uh, if uh, blood and guts and, uh, and scary clowns are your thing. If they're not, then maybe you'll watch it with your hands over your eyes a little bit, but kind of open your fingers just a little bit so you can peek through. And then you can mm -hmm. close them back up when the bad stuff happens, which is probably going to be often. <laughs> um, but geez uh pete this was a pleasure man thank you so much for being on uh i really appreciate you um thanks man no problem this was a lot of fun and for those that want to listen to us you can reach out to us uh uh the real short box we are on youtube uh we are on spotify spreaker uh tune in uh jesus blueberry um Go, uh, Gmail or Google, I guess, uh, Amazon, you name it, we're on there. If you can't find us, let us know. Reach out to us and say, hey, I can't find you on this platform. And uh, we'll see if there's an issue that we could fix. Or if we're not on there, we will get on there for you so you can listen to us. So uh, with that, thanks again, Pete. And thanks to you, the listeners. And uh, if we don't see you out and about anytime soon, perhaps we'll see you at the comic shop. This has been The Real Short Box. We'll see you at the comic shop. Thanks for listening.